0: Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, welcome, and thank you for your time. Uh, I'm Andrew Garrahee, I'm from Huawei. That wasn't a bad joke, by the way. I haven't heard that before. Uh, This afternoon, I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes sharing with you a, 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 a brief insight into how we look at machine learning and AI, and what we believe it will make possible for humanity. And I'll share some examples of what we've done and I'll share some insights into what we think the future potential is, both in terms of AI, but actually, more importantly, in terms of humanity. So, first, I'm sure you've all heard of Huawei, but I'm also sure you may not really know too much about us. So, we are actually a very young company but we're one of the world's biggest global technology companies. And we originally came from China. In fact, we started uh, about 30 years ago in a very small village at that stage called Shenzhen, which is now the Silicon Valley of China. And we were started with three and a half thousand US dollars. And today, we are one of the biggest tech companies in the world. And yes, we come from China, but actually we innovate on a global scale, and much of our innovation is done here in Europe. We have R&D labs right across Europe, open innovation centers across Europe, design centers in Paris, 5G centers in London, AI labs in Dusseldorf. So a very big global tech company, and actually, we have three key businesses, one one of which you'll probably know, which is our smartphone business, which is one of our fastest growing businesses, and now, today, We are number three in the world, and in many countries, actually number two. And what you may not know is every day we connect a third of the world's population. And actually in the Netherlands, it's probably much more than that, in terms of the number of people that are touched by Huawei technologies every day, because of our investments in cloud services and network infrastructure. And we've been doing that in Europe for about 30 years. And it all started with a core brand purpose that we still live by today, which is about bringing digital to every person, home, organization, wherever they are in the world, but actually bringing that in a way that is much more intelligent and suitable for the future. So, how can AI help us and why am I here talking to you about AI? Well, first, we have a very set view on AI. We believe that AI will help humanity overcome some of its greatest challenges. We don't believe it's a threat. We believe it will enhance our abilities and empower us to do things that we never thought possible. It will serve humanity to help us overcome some of the greatest challenges we currently face. And that's our view, that's our belief, and that's what we develop towards making a reality. Now, AI is many things to many people. And especially when we start talking about mobile AI and on-device AI, we've seen a lot of basic machine learning which imitates human behavior. But actually, we believe on-device AI should be much, much greater. And we constantly look to nature when we create and when we design. We truly believe on-device AI should be smart enough to observe, to problem solve, to act, to adapt in real time. And I'm going to show you another clip from nature, because this is what inspires us, and this is how the AI in our devices should ultimately behave. of how to crack a tough nut. As they fly, they gauge the weight of each nut and drop it from just the right height to have it crack but not shatter as it hits the pavement. Then they follow the nut down to make sure no one steals it. They've even refined this remarkable talent further. They make sure that the walnuts hit the road just when the traffic signals turn red, eliminating the risk that either they or their walnuts fall victim to the passing traffic. So, our AI is not about imitation. It's about putting on devices, in the hands of millions of consumers all around the world, AI that is powerful enough with the computing power to be able to observe what you're doing, to predict, to interact, to problem solve and to adjust, just like the crow does in terms of cracking its nuts. Now, everybody says that AI needs big data. Well, we believe that, but we believe that's only part of the solution. Big data is important to inform, to educate, but actually, it's not enough. And to prove that, we created the world's first smartphone with a dedicated neural processing unit, 5.5 billion transistors on a single unit dedicated purely on-device to machine learning and AI. And why is that important? Because We believe the AI should live on the device, that the computing should happen on the device. Then it can happen in real time. Then all the other sensors on the device can start to behave more like the crow. We don't need a constant connection to the cloud. The device can learn and react in real time, taking in all of the information that comes from the on-device to sensors. And that's critical because if you're going to do that, you can't do that with a traditional CPU. You can't do it with a traditional GPU because your performance wouldn't be great enough and you would run out out of your battery very quickly. But creating an NPU dedicated to that level of computing is a world breakthrough. And the other thing that's really important, especially in the current era, is when you can do the computing on device, you don't need to send all of your data to the cloud all of the time. So you can keep a lot more data on the device and still get the benefits of all that computing power, still get the benefits of AI, still get the benefits of big data, but not sending it all to the cloud, and still have a battery that goes for two days. I'm going to share with you a film that gives you a bit of an insight into that neural processing unit and just some of what it's capable of. But I want to um, just share with you this. We are just at the beginning. This is an open AI developer platform, and we are just starting to see the potential that this is unlocking.
1: I am Huawei Mate 10, the smartphone with the world's first dedicated mobile AI processing unit. I possess an all new mobile AI platform, utilizing machine learning with unique knowledge models to take the first step from smart to intelligent. Like you, I'm able to process information and acquire knowledge through learning. With acquired knowledge on languages, objects, scenes, and various elements of the environment, I can analyze and solve complex problems to provide intelligent services. My mobile AI platform is equipped with powerful neural processing capabilities, delivering a revolutionary breakthrough in smartphone computing technology. I bring 50 times improvement to energy efficiency in AI computing and am able to recognize up to 2,000 images per minute by harnessing the power of real-time neural network processing while maintaining data privacy through on-device computing. My new EMUI 8.0 is designed to unleash the power of mobile AI platform. I am Huawei Mate 10, the smartphone with the world's first dedicated mobile AI processing unit.
0: So that gives you an insight into the power of what's on modern devices. Actually, what's only on two modern devices, the Huawei Mate 10, and the Huawei P20 Pro. But actually, that is the future, that level of computing power. And we are just at the beginning of actually what that's unlocking. And to try and demonstrate that, to try and show people how big this change is, we decided to set ourselves a challenge. We decided to see if in five weeks we could create an app and program our Mate 10 to drive a standard streetcar, modified with robotics, but actually driven and piloted by a Mate 10, using its onboard computing power, its image recognition, to actually identify objects and make a decision as to what is the best way to avoid it. For example, if it sees a ball, it won't swerve, it will stop automatically, because a ball means there could be children in the near vicinity. But it was A shameless marketing stunt, but actually it just shows the power of what's possible now that we have this sort of power in our hands. Our smartphone is already outstanding at object recognition. So we thought, could the AI that's currently embedded in our phone pilot a car, recognize objects, instruct the car to avoid them, and could we do all of that in five weeks? So, again, a really simple demonstration of what's actually possible. Who would have thought a smartphone could actually pilot a car? Now, we wouldn't put it on the road and let it loose outside of a controlled environment, but it just shows you what's possible now that we have these mobile AI platforms that people can develop directly to. Now that you have that power and security and performance all on a device. But let me get back to what uh, I was here for, what our purpose was. About using AI to help unlock human potential. Liberating humanity to solve some of its greatest problems. So let's come back to that. How many decisions do you think you're aware of in a day? I recently surveyed over 10,000 European consumers to try and find out, Um, and it's astonishing that on average, we're only aware of about uh, 1% of the decisions we make every day. Our unconscious mind is processing constantly in the background uh, to see us through every day. So let me ask you a question. How many decisions do you think you make in a day? Who wants to help me out? Here. How many decisions do you think you make in a day? Sorry? Good. Anyone else? Any other takers? Here. Uh, 10,000. 10, 1,000, 10,000. Any other takers? How many? 35,000. You've seen my press release. Well, on average, when I asked 10,000 people across Europe, including the Netherlands, the average people thought was 92. So congratulations, you are all well above the average. Well above. Uh, But actually, uh, longitudinal studies show that we make, on average, 35,000 a year. So congratulations. What about um, food? How many decisions do you think you make about food in a day? Here. Stephen. How many do you think you make about food? Here. 200. 200? That's what I think as well. Anyone else? 1,000. Okay. On average, 221. And what about your phones? How many times do you think you pick up and look at your smartphone in a day? Up here, yes? Yes? 200? I like you. You should buy that phone. That's a great phone. It's the Huawei P20 Pro. First phone in the world with three Leica cameras, powered by master AI. But yes. Uh, Any other questions? Uh, I'm asking the questions. That's right. Um, How many times a day do you look at your phone? Okay. The average uh, European thinks 22 times a day, Uh, the number is actually 76, which I find surprising. Okay, so my point here is actually every day our unconscious mind is working really hard, consuming lots of energy, lots of thinking resource to help us get through every day. We believe that in time AI in our pocket will start to do a lot of that processing for us freeing us to spend more time on the big problems, freeing us to become expert very quickly. No longer are we constrained by a long knowledge curve. No longer do we have to spend a lot of time acquiring knowledge. AI in our pocket, coupled with leading tech, will help us accelerate knowledge acquisition, will help us accelerate our problem solving. Um, And I'll give you an example on photography. Obviously, we focus on photography because that's what we all do on smartphones. But if you want to become a professional photographer, it's quite difficult. There's lots of things to consider. But what happens when you put AI together with tech? Well, actually, you can become a professional photographer quite quickly in terms of output and results. You won't be a seasoned professional, but you can get very similar results. And then, think about this for other use cases, when your device is constantly watching your behaviour and adapting and changing and, and, and recognising and supporting. And actually, there will be more and more use cases coming that we'll, we'll share in the, in the coming months about how we do this. But photography is one really important one. Uh, and a couple of examples of that is, right now, our smartphones will automatically do uh, AI-assisted composition. So they'll fix composition. They'll automatically select modes. Our smartphones will recognize hundreds of different modes. So they can tell you if it's a dog or if it's a cat, or if it's food or if it's a plant, and they'll optimize the mode automatically. In fact, they can look down to the type of dog it is. Does it have long hair or short hair, and what sort of mode should it adjust? Um, And actually, one we're really proud of now, which is uh, night mode. For the first time, you can actually now do night mode photography without the need for a tripod. Long exposure night mode photography without the need for a tripod, because AI will do all the correction for you in the background. And if you haven't seen this at work, you should. It's actually astounding to think now, I don't need all the old accoutrements of photography. So. That's some of the options. But what is the future of this? What is the actual potential? We think there is unlimited potential in this. And actually, the key will be opening up to developers to really push the envelope now that that computing power is available. And in order to do that, um, our AI system is an open AI ecosystem. Um, allowing developers to develop right to the chipset to actually really open up what's possible. You've seen what's possible with a car. We've got four or five other projects that we'll launch in the coming months that are just as exciting and just as inspiring about the power of what's in our pocket. Uh, and actually, to support that, we also have uh, a developer open lab uh, here in Europe to help developers with that. So. On that note, I'm going to finish up. I've got uh, 52 seconds left. I'm going to share with you one of the things we've been doing is working with really inspirational young CEOs of tech startups across Europe who are actually focused on changing the world, using tech and AI to change the world, end world hunger to create sustainable architecture and sustainable construction, to change what it means to have an artificial limb as a child. And that's our passion, is working with those guys, empowering them with AI to make those dreams a reality. So in closing, I'm going to share one of those films. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your conference. Tomorrow Entrepreneurs, brought to you by the Huawei Mate 10 Pro. I am an urban farmer. My mission is big. I want to feed the cities of tomorrow. It's why I moved my life to Berlin, to build vertical farms. A harvest created by scientists, engineers, architects, and chefs, using the same intelligent technology that connects us with each other, to connect us with our crops, to manage them with AI, to help them grow. I want to create a world where there are no seasons and no droughts. So that no one goes without. Nothing is more important. It's why I'm always on. It's why I never stop. I'm Erez Galonska, the co-founder of Infarm.